0: Welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast where we celebrate that Jeep life and everything that comes along with it. I'm here in the studio with, you know, none other than Break Your Billy. Hey, the that's legend. me.
1: What's happening, ma'am? Not much. Um, just spent some time down in the Philadelphia area. Nice. Went to a Union game. Oh yeah, it was professional, awesome.
0: Professional football.
1: Football. Yeah, my first time ever. Um, it's a beautiful to- game. That's what they say. It was it was an experience, let me tell you. Um yeah. I mean I've been to soccer games in college and stuff like that, but we it was first time going to a soccer, professional soccer game. And it was it was pretty fun. What? And it all came down to like the last five minutes if anybody was watching that game.
0: <laughs> no, it always does. I think they should just start professional sports in the last five minutes. I, I yeah. And and call it a day.
1: Yeah, it was fun though. It was yeah. a good time.
0: Good. I've I've seen several um live professional Soccer games in the environment mm-hmm.
1: great, and Fan, then fans are yeah, fanatic. Then we spent some time in Philadelphia, went to some old old pubs, and nice. it was fun.
0: Yeah, good times, good times. And I'm Jeep and Terry, and I what'd, didn't go to Philly.
1: What, what'd you do this past week?
0: Uh, so I did. Um, I installed some Overland um, Outfitters door bags. Oh, ooh, really classed up my wow. JK with no doubt, sounds. Um, they, if you if you haven't seen them, they're you know leather and real nice military grade um, canvas, canvas, cool. And you know, I, I was getting the nets that were the saggy mm-hmm. old man sagginess. Yep, and I think everybody gets the
1: sagginess.
0: This is I I I was getting the point. <laughs> I'm ready to just cut them off, and so I did the day before I installed them. I cut the all the normally people don't tend to cut things off. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> But I did, and man, even cut off. It improved the looks a thousand percent. Oh, I bet. But then I put those on.
1: I put nothing in mine,
0: and they look fantastic. Nothing. All right, they they do cut up the knuckle. Ooh. Um, they, I mean, literally, both hmm. both of my knuckles are cut up because you're reaching up behind mm, the, the the door and and everything, and, everything, and it's. Um, yeah.
1: You should have wore some gloves.
0: About halfway through, I was realizing, yeah, I should have, mm. but I didn't. I didn't even at that point go. You could have used
1: your rescue. I could have. I could have. They were
0: probably nine feet away. Yes, from they me.
1: definitely were nine feet away. Um,
0: but I installed those, and they are pretty awesome. Yeah, they're pricey, but they're awesome. though. They're awesome. I mean, it completely changed the way it looks. I've now moved stuff that was in my console, um, <laughs> to the door. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna put my remote control for. My winch in there, uh, you know, and and whatever paper things I might need in there. Right, I hear. Because there's a a flat flap, and then there's um, others. So there's two different installation methods, and I use both of them, being the guy that overkills I am. The first is you don't have to drill anything. You can just slide them on, hook the fabric around the the pins and stuff in the back, Mm -hmm. and then use... Um, industrial Velcro. Okay, they, they give you the industrial Velcro and it sticks to your door. Gotcha. Um, or you can hook, dr- hook and loop. Hook and loop. There you go. That's yes. the m- the less, um, um, I guess, trademarky way yes. to say that. Yes. Hook and loop adhesive. Yes. So I put that on there, <laughs> and that would have been fine. I think that would have held just fine because right. of the way it hooks in the back yeah. and everything. I think that would have been fine, but I went ahead and drilled. Um, little holes and use little. They send you little plastic screws to, or okay. metal screws to go in the plastic. Cool and just to secure it a little bit more. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's a good stuff. I would highly recommend it. Sounds cool. I like it. Yeah, I took a picture of it to throw up on the screen and then I, I forgot to load it up. Yeah, mm, it happens. It happens. Uh, what's coming up in this episode, folks? We've got cold intake. Cold air intake stuff and oil can catches. And if you know what either one of those mean, you're ahead of me in the game. Actually, I know what a cold air intake is, but mm-hmm. I oil catch cans, nah, not so much. So, you know, you'll see. Yep. You'll see. Yep, yep. Uh, oh, big news starting this week. Wow. And Jeep's notorious about this, but Easter Jeep Safari is coming up, and that'll be in our event. It is. It's April 1st to the ninth yeah big deal big deal and um and
1: and i'm sorry i'm gonna bring this up i stand corrected it is like the 57th 57th. year 57th but didn't they skip a few probably in covid but i think they skipped two in covid so either way i stand corrected i'm gonna put that out there
0: (laughs) i didn't even put it in the show notes to to correct it i remember there you go. Uh, I little, stand little, corrected, little birdie. Stand
1: corrected,
0: <laughs> little Mr. birdie. Mr. Hammerman. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he he was angry about that.
1: I understand. I understand. I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. Apologize but, now.
0: But we love him. Yeah. Um, but Jeep has released um some teaser, some teaser sketches,
1: and um three if... D renderings, graphic art. Something of the sort.
0: Yep, and they always bring concept vehicles to Moab for EJS. Heck yeah. And the last couple of years, they've kind of given little teasers, little sneak peeks, if you will. Yep. Um, and I wanted to talk about these a little bit <coughs> because they're unique. Um, I think it's fun to, to do. So the first one.
1: Well, I just want to give a, a quick little shout out to everybody out there. And to let everybody else know that we have an Instagram and a Facebook no. that we release released teasers on of yeah, what's going to happen yeah. on our live episodes yeah. every Saturday, uh, Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can head over to our Instagram and Facebook and check that stuff out during the day.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. For sure. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, you did a great job today putting that stuff out. I Appreciate was trying to. Um, so the first one I'm going to throw out um, they haven't named these. They literally just put them out there. Um, uh, but I'm going to throw it up on the screen and Alrighty. it's this lime green, sketchy, um, monster looking thing. And it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's really cool. I, I'm going to call this one green giant because it's green giant. And I, that's my name, not their name. Yeah um but it's green and those tires and stuff look
1: really beefy so it's well the picture's green yes so in my so what i'm thinking here yep. i think they're trying to throw you off a little yeah, bit yeah maybe yeah i think they're just making it green to throw you off i think it's gray you think it's gray think all right that's gray. interesting
0: all right well my gray Hulk with is a black good name.
1: Ex- with black accents yeah all right um and then also I've really tried to like kind of look into this photo. Yeah. So I was super yeah. analytical. I see some big beefy tires on there. Probably 40s, maybe 40s, yeah. maybe maybe 42s. Can't lose on 42s. No. <laughs> you know <laughs> that's how right, it goes. Right, right. Um but also I see like a door up in the front area. So make sure you head over to our Instagram and Facebook and check out these photos for yourself. Yep. Um but also, I see like a fastback maybe style. There's there's a large B pillar, very large B pillar,
0: large B pillar. All right, so I I'm the same way. I dug in and hmm. I looked all over this place, hmm. but I also brought up pictures of Magneto 2.0, right. And this has a very Magneto vibe to it. It does. Um, the wheel flares are larger than what Magneto 2.0 had on it, but mm-hmm. Magneto had it 40s um, on King Coilovers. Um, and it had the very similar B-pillar. The doorway, where there's no door, there's not actually there a no door, door, there's no mounts for the yep. door, there's nothing. Very um, clean, finished look. It's very reminiscent of what they did with Bob last year. Bob. Bob, the sawed-off
1: Gladiator.
0: Mm. It had no doors, but it had a nice I, and door that's what, seal. That's what I was looking at. So like is this. Bob
1: getting electric?
0: It, well, I don't know. Is it green? It's going green? Um, I, th- I still think it's gray. <laughs> I like that. So it is a two-door something. The interwebs were... It were, is a
1: Jeep El Camino.
0: It, the inter, interwebs were screaming two-door Gladiator. Um uh, my thought on that is I don't think that would be the first thing they tease. Al
1: Camino Jeep.
0: Yeah. It's it's a, a business morphed, in the
1: front, more Party baby in the back. Mullet. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I want a hot tub in the back of it.
0: Um <laughs> so it it I I think that this teaser is a upgraded magneto.
1: Absolutely.
0: If if I was to just put it out there. Yep. I could be wrong. I it's you know Mike his first thought was a revamped hurricane. Mm. That's a it's a very good um maybe maybe they electrified the hurricane. Maybe. Maybe I'm not sure. Um a new Scrambler. Who knows? Who knows? Um so I like I like both of those. But that that's out there. Um I love the green there somebody said that you know the the opening on the front fender flare is really big. It's identical to what was on Bob, and um, I think it's a door and, for and a charger a, port. Do you think it's a door for the charge port? I I, I look think it's for an that open door. For if the you look at the port. cowl, there is no. Well, there no, is I, no think, it's, I think it's a lower port. door. All right, I, I like changing it. Changing
1: the door location.
0: Um, it is definitely. Meant to be driven with the doors off, and we've got some um, huge news on the doors off. Yeah, it, the, the snowball yeah. is is going down the it hill. Is
1: down, it is well down the hill.
0: Yeah, if you if you're not on that snowball, you're going to get run over. Yep. So you all can, right. Yeah. I want to be able to drive with my doors off legally all the time. Um, I still do. <laughs> not today. No, <laughs> no. no. You would today. have them off today, though. I, I would if I could. I mean, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. All right. So Green Giant, that's exciting. And I'm going to tell you, as we, as we go along and we get more information, we'll, we're going to pull some of these up and, and talk about them. The next one. I just threw it up on the screen for everybody, but it's, it's more of the grayish-blue yep. hues with bright
1: brown um, leather seats, it looks like. I think this is just the Rubicon 20th Anniversary Tribute graphic.
0: Yeah, I I think you're you're very well could be, but it's with blue outline. Mm. So it's definitely and I think if I look at the door, I mean right right at the cow, it's got the charging port. Um mm. my guess on this is this is decoder 2.2 or 2.0. And decoder last year um was basically their rolling catalog. Right because it had all the barcode or Everything QR, had a QR codes code on it. And it was all Jeep Performance Parts. Absolutely. And if you look on the left-hand side of this picture, it's got that big Jeep Performance Parts yeah. um Logo. stamp, but it also doesn't have a C pillar at all. Mm that you can tell. That you can tell. Uh it has a Molly panel. It has the the tube doors that the the decoder had.
1: So it might just be a, a 4XE decoder revamp.
0: Yeah. I I think it's a JL. Yeah. Um I understand. A 4Door JL. I, I don't
1: I don't or, think it's a, could be completely off base. It could be
0: well we've never been off base before. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Um but it, I these these two are um I think they're really Exciting, yeah. To, to to for for Jeep to release these, and I can't wait to actually see them. Yeah, Mister Lucky. Yeah, know. I so lucky. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think these two are the most boring of the ones that we're going to see. Maybe who knows? I mean, if it's Magneto three point let me tell you, I gushed all I around Magneto two point I know all electric uh, on forties. Yeah. I think did zero to sixty in two point two seconds. Yep. Um, so it's not playing around, but yeah, this is some sort of four by E. I think it's the catalog car it decoder
1: 2.0. It would make sense.
0: Um, so we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let us go find our socials and, and comment on it or, you know, send us an email or whatever and let us know what your thoughts are on these two vehicles. Um, you know, pull them up. You can find them. Just search Jeep. Concept Vehicles 2023 and and you'll find them. Um, But they're really cool. Any any last thoughts on that?
1: Not really. I like the brown seats. It looks sharp. It does look sharp.
0: Um, I will tell you, last year's decoder was all black with uh, fuchsia, magenta, pink pink all around, but it also had those custom pink um, seats, leather seats with uh, uh, um, X'd out um embroidery. That's so nice. It's really nice. So I think this is, you know,
1: just something very off base color of what the base color is.
0: Yeah, I think um Jeep Performance Parts is expanding. Yep. Um, you know, it used to be just under Mopar. It was yeah. Mopar now Performance Parts yep. and now it's its own thing and I think they're trying to capitalize on that. Absolutely. So, let us know what you think.
1: Woo! And hey, where's the place we're going to be able to see all that? Oh, that's at Easter Jeep Safari. Yeah, in Moab. April 1st to the 9th. Hosted by Red Rock Four-Wheelers.
0: I hope to have stickers by then. I hope so, too. <laughs> I I hope <laughs> to have stickers. So come find me. I know that last EJS, I was out at Top of the World, and somebody yelled across and said, I but know you... that voice, and, yep. and came running. So uh, you never know when you're going to meet people and, and talk to our listeners. So
1: Yeah. And then April 8th is Dirt Road Coalition. Easter Hot Springs Off Road Park Takeover in Arkansas.
0: Man, that's a lot of words in that, that name. That is a
1: lot. Dirt Road Coalition Easter Hot Springs Off Road Park Takeover.
0: It, it, you would need a triple X shirt so so dir- just to get all the <laughs> Dirt all Road words.
1: Coalition is the club. Yes. Easter is the is, time. Is the time. Yeah. Hot Springs Off Road Park is the place. Yeah. They're going to take it over. And the takeover is the action. And the action. But it's located located in Arkansas. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, We got our sentence structure (laughs) breakdown. That's a lot. My eighth grade English teacher would have been so proud.
1: Yeah, I was never good at that. No. Hey, but April 22nd is the spring trail ride for Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania. And I think I'm going to be leading a group. I think you're leading a group. I think there's a lot of groups that are going to be led by a lot of great people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We... Um EJA, um, Evolution Jeep Alliance, comes yep. out and helps us. And they do a lot of leading and, and mm-hmm. helping us as well. So our thanks to them for that. But it'll be fun. I, well, I hope I'd, I'm not two-wheel Terry by then.
1: I hope your four-wheel drive Jeep and Terry... I gotta be. Out. I gotta be. Yeah, well, get on it, buddy. It, it's going to the shop tonight. Okay, good. May 6th is Evolution Jeep Alliance Recovery for a Cause. And that... Is an amazing event. I'm going to be guiding for that event as well. Um, that be- event benefits Project Sanctuary. Yeah, it's such a good, good Which event. last year they were able to raise somewhere upwards of like, t- I think twenty two thousand dollars like that. Yeah, it was that's ridiculous. incredible. Yeah, the
0: Jeep commu- Jeep
1: community is killer. The, it is a huge event though. Yeah,
0: it is. It is.
1: Huge event, lots of donations, lots of great raffle prizes. So make sure you head over to Evolution Jeep Alliance Recovery for a Cause. Sign up for that and get your ticket. Hey, you know what May 20th is?
0: Oh, I do. What is it? I'm taking my top off. No. Yeah, I, I am. It's Go Topless. It says it in the name.
1: Okay, you mean the top on your Jeep. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so 8, May 20th is Go Topless Day, National Barricade Go Topless Day. And we're going to be hanging out with the Jeep enthusiasts of eastern Pennsylvania. Yep, at we'll do a live probably Top, winery, brewery, distillery, vineyard, this, that, and the other thing. Everything <laughs> under the sun. Pick your poison. And they have food. oh yes they do very good food too that is the nationwide event that is going to be going on for go topless and then the new jersey jeep invasion is actually going to be hosting their own event for go topless at the funplex amusement center in mount laurel new jersey and that is the philly opener yeah they're gonna play that on a big screen that's freaking sweet
0: yeah um there's going to be Jeep priority parking, all that stuff. I, yeah. I wish I could go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then June 2nd to the 4th. Drum roll, please. And then also the 16th to the 18th and the 23rd to the 25th. Ugh. That is a lot of field tripping. It, it is. And I only put the local ones. That is the local. Us. It's. It goes on all summer. Yeah, it does. It's the ultimate off-road field trip hosted by Chris Miller and Ultimate Off-Road Field Trip um, Coalition, Yeah, which is an amazing group of influencers and great people that are coming together to put on awesome events at different off-road parks around the country. And we're going to happen just to have two of them, three of them, in our northeast area
0: yeah it it's it's great because you know holly's come out and wheeled yep. with us the last couple of summers you know literally yeah. because we reached out to her and and Absolutely. had her now we're we're a part of their vernacular if you will yeah it is and you know it, tanner just jumped on here and that's all we're missing is getting hmm. tanner ricks out here hmm. um and wheeling with
1: us well hmm i know tanner <laughs> we, yeah maybe the you should respond to me at some time tanner <laughs> The
0: gauntlet's been thrown. Yep, uh, but i I will be at least to two of those events. Yeah, of three. you'll be around. Yeah, I'll be around. I summer is so busy for me, um, but yeah, I I can't wait to to see the gang and Love and it. we'll have Holly and Chris on um, at some point to talk about the Yeah, we got. Um,
1: I was actually just reaching out to Holly today to say, hey, we got to get catch up, get you on the podcast, and we got to talk about some. Upcoming yeah, events. Yeah. And I want to hear all about
0: I want to hear hammers. Hammer, we we hammer kind of talk. Yeah, right.
1: Um but, but yeah. So yeah. but also thrown in there, June seventh to the eleventh is Bantam Jeep Festival in Bantam, Pennsylvania.
0: Out out West Pennsylvania. I mean yeah, it, but, it's well it's technically Butler, Butler yeah. Butler, Pennsylvania.
1: um but that's Bantam a good
0: Jeep event. Fest. That's a good event. It's a great event.
1: And then July fourteenth to the sixteenth is New Jersey Jeep Invasion in Wildwood, New Jersey.
0: Yes, we were just talking off air how we're going to logistically make this happen. We don't know if it's so. Going to happen. Any of our sponsors, our our partners out there that want to help, help make it happen, help
1: house us. Um. <laughs> Let's not say house us, but help make it possible. Yeah, help the make Jeep it Life possible. We'll, to attend the New Jersey Jeep Invasion, we would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, it would be awesome. Yep.
0: Um, real quick, Dave, I appreciate the comments on our camera. We we've, we've worked really hard on on upping our game on the heck yeah the live side. So th- those of you at home that will listen to this as a podcast, you need to start coming out and hanging with us on Sunday nights. Um, the studio has gotten better looking. We've gotten some camera angles going. And, yeah, we, our intern has set, done a, an amazing job setting all this stuff up. Terry, uh, you're great. <laughs> I'm the intern. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appreciate you commenting on that. Um, and I can't wait to see everybody at these events. You know, come out, say us, say hi, hang out with us. We're, we're a lot of fun, actually. We try to be. And we usually have some pretty decent giveaways hanging around us
1: Sometimes. in some way.
0: Um, we know people uh, I can't wait. There are two things. Make sure you email us. Um, if you want stickers or just want to tell us how we're doing or have a question, email us at info at com and we'll get that out. I just sent out stickers this week. Um, so make sure to to do that. Take advantage of that. We also have my um, listener voicemail four eight four. I know we'll do this a little bit later, but four eight four eight nine one 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 seven two, and leave us a voicemail. Uh, yeah, it goes right to my phone. But uh, <laughs> as, Billy...
1: <laughs> as we discovered at like eleven o'clock, on... <laughs> Billy called me late one night,
0: and I mm. and I look I look at it. I don't even see where it's. saw it. it's from Billy. I'm like uh, something must be bad if it's this late. And and he's nah, calling he just, me. He just wanted to leave a voicemail.
1: And, and so on the have, info. I wanted yeah. to leave it on the Jeep Life podcast yeah. caller.
0: And that would have been a funny Oh, oh it I was just, gonna
1: be it was gonna be a I ruined it by I ruined it power by a time. I yeah. ruined it. Absolutely. Oh well.
0: All right. Now's the time. We start talking and we're getting technical now. Oh geez. We're Here talking we
1: about intake stuff. Which we're gonna start off with cold air intakes. And you know, cold air intakes. It's a modification that a lot of people like to do uh, to their Jeeps. Um, It's kind of, I don't know, it's not needed, I would say, on a Jeep Wrangler. The air intake box that Jeep designs for the Jeep Wrangler, both in the TJ, the JK, the JL, is specifically designed for for specific requirements, right? Yep, yep. So what that does is they put in compartments that if you do submerge the vehicle up to a certain level, um, that's where you get your water fording capability. Yep. Um, that intake uh, inlet of the air box is specifically located at a certain height above, you know, that gives you your warding Water affordability. Yep. Um, so I wouldn't recommend if you're going to be doing a lot of water <laughs> crossings, um, crossings and or mud <laughs> yeah. um, activities to have a cold air intake on your vehicle. So with that being said, what is a cold air intake? Cold air intake is a uh, set of tubing that runs from your throttle body into a uh, directly to a cone filter that is somewhat cornered off and somewhat gets a fresher supply of air from the outside of the vehicle, um, preferably closer to a vent that supplies that air from um, the front of the vehicle or something like that. So you are going to be, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Um, No, but you're going to be pulling that cooler air from outside the vehicle and pumping that cooler air into your intake throughout and giving you um, colder air is more denser. So you're going to be adding denser air to that air fuel ratio, and that's going to be helping your engine run a little bit more efficiently. Um, So there is one major flaw with cold air intakes in Jeeps. Yep. Um, Where is there a cooler air vent? in the front of a Jeep vehicle. No, right. There not. isn't one. Uh-huh. So normally what they're doing is they're taking a set of um, air or um, metal baffling in the engine bay where your uh, stock air box is located, and they're putting that col- cone air filter in there. So it's somewhat sitting behind your headlight, and, yes, it gets a little bit cooler air. Um, you're going to be getting about, from what I could tell, I was getting on average um, about 20 to 25 degrees cooler air with a cold air intake. Mm. Um, If you can somewhat isolate that even more to get uh, more direct airflow from outside the vehicle, you can Mm. reduce that air uh, temperature even more, which helps your um, combustion cycle. Right. So... Some of the big names out there for cold air intakes, K and N, um, AFE, Volant. There's also different uh, companies out there that have different setups that uh, help with that water affordability. Yep. Um, so uh, I know Volant makes a. I'm probably saying that wrong, but still, uh, they make a uh, like a case that the cone filter sits in, so it's a little bit more protected from. Different right, right. elements, stuff like that. So that's what a cold air intake is. Uh, you can also pair it with a snorkel kit. Yep. Which that's what KN did. So they incorporated a cold air intake and a snorkel kit uh, together with that. So KN has that really nice. I ran that on my Jeep for a little bit. Gives you a really nice sound as well. Yeah. Um, is there hypothetically, 5 to 10 horsepower extra, yes. Hypothetically. Are you going to feel it? No, not really.
0: Yeah, when you're talking about that small of a percentage, it's probably not. Um, so with with that, you know, Jeep provides it in that box. Correct. With, and it, it's kind of sealed yes. in that environment. Most cold air intakes are open filters.
1: They are a cone filter that allow a higher uh, CFM. So cubic feet
0: per meter or whatever, cubic
1: feet per minute, um, of air. So that is a measurement of volume. So it does flow more air through that. But the other part of it is that, you know, more air, you need more fuel. You're going to burn it a whole lot faster. Yeah. So
0: now I've been in a couple vehicles with a, a cold air intake Mm-hmm. And it does have a neat whistle to it.
1: Yes, there is usually a whistle that's associated with pulling that air through that filter and into a straight pipe yep. into the, the intake, which yep. is kind of cool. I like it. I hear it in my Jeep because right, I have a right. cold air intake. But also, I don't put my Jeep through muddy situations. And... I know you
0: and I avoid the mud yes. whenever we can.
1: Yes. Um,
0: so I, It's I, just
1: a more direct route yep. into the but, but... intake.
0: It, it, I find it interesting that we we see these cold air intakes available, but nobody modifies the hood in a way to get more air in there, unless you do one of those snorkel um, well, modifications. Well,
1: so there has been some movement from the OE, though. So okay. if you look at, like, the RAM airs and um, the... 392 has that hydro hood. Yep, yep. So that actually directs cooler air into the intake of the, of okay, the vehicle. Yep. And then it directly pumps it more into that, you know, the air box. Yeah, yeah. So what, what normally you're getting is on a, a standard, like the Jeep JKs or JLs, you're getting air that is pretty much from the engine bay or from the side of the engine bay. They try to put it, the air intake closest to the seam of the hood as possible. Sure. sure. Cooler air, obviously, as you're driving down the the road, but you're still seeing on a 95 degree day, you're seeing upward temps of 180 degrees of intake air temp. Yep. Um, every bit of that, if you can get that down to say 135, that's a whole lot better. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. All right. So you and I've had the conversation
1: Cold air intakes, not um, professional opinion. I say the air box that Jeep created is very um, purpose-oriented yeah. for what a Jeep is intended to do. Um, cold air intakes, yeah, they're cool. I like them. They're nice. They give you a cool sound. Yeah. They look nice. but th- They're not I, really needed.
0: I was going to say, it, dollar for dollar, that's not a, a good place to put your no. money,
1: right? No. All right. Let's talk about. So somewhere that you should put your money, all right. or at least that I recommend that you put your money, is an oil catch can. So what is I an I have oil... one
0: on my, on my grill.
1: No, we're not talking about the grease dripping can that's on your grill. We're talking oh. about an oil vapor can- canister. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So,
0: seeing myself cutting off the top of a of a Bud Light can (laughs) and and taping it underneath the Jeep. That's not what I'm doing. No,
1: we're not doing that. All right. So let's first off, we got to understand a little bit more about um, what oil catch cans are used for and what their application goes to. So, oil catch cans are mostly used on direct injection motors. So first to understand what a direct injection motor is, that's where the fuel is obviously directed, injected directly into the cylinder. Right. So um, basically your fuel injector sits as close as possible to your intake valve uh, in the motor. And when that intake valve opens, it injects the fuel directly into that cylinder, uh, creating the air-fuel mixture So the air is pulled in through the intake manifold. Um, So in this, what happens is that combustion happens. Sometimes there's a little blow by that goes around the piston rings or the valve seals, um, and it leaks up into your crankcase. Mm. So the crankcase is the area that houses the oil, your oil pan, um, all the valleys and everything that connect all the way around up to your valve covers. Uh, That's considered your crankcase. And on the back of your motor, there is a PCV valve, which a PCV valve is a positive crankcase vent or valve that has a diaphragm in it that basically moves as the engine um, idles up and down through the RPM range. So um, this blow by basically as the engine Travels up an rpm can increase and cause a positive pressure in the crankcase and in, ca- in that turn goes back through tubing into the intake um, so basically it recycles those uh, vapors through the combustion cycle and it's a, a an efficient process of you know recycling that vapor yep. so what does an oil catch can do in this process is basically it sits between that pcv valve and your intake so as you get that positive pressure in your um, crankcase it's going to go through this oil catch can which an oil catch can is a device with an inlet and an outlet connection um, normally connected with hosing or tubing through that pcv valve into the intake um, and it passes through a filter and usually a series of baffles or something inside that can to help condense those vapors. Um, and that oil moisture mixture um, into the can, it drips off those baffles. And then that air passes up and through back into the intake and is expelled through exhaust. Mm. So it creates cleaner. a cleaner yes. combustion cycle, which is very good in the grand scheme of Burning oil is not good for a, a motor, right? especially right. when you have catalytic converters, because yep. what do catalytic converters do?
0: Uh, well, I was going to say that this whole process helps reduce the heat.
1: Helps reduce heat. It re- helps yep. reduce poor combustion. Yep. It helps reducing putting hydrocarbons into the exhaust and yep. processing them through your catalytic converter. So it's all just creates a cleaner burn cycle yeah. for the motor. Okay. So I run a RIP supercharger catch can. My catch can has a filter on the top of it on the inlet side, passes through a um, brass filter, and then it condenses onto a baffle disc. And then it has a, obviously, 125-milliliter can at the bottom. Um, There's a little guide that you can see how much is on there. So some of the other things that's um, really cool about these is... You'd be amazed on how much you catch with them. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I'm catching seventy-five to a hundred milliliters worth of oil per oil change. Oh wow. That would have been burnt through that combustion cycle. Yeah. Um, causing extra carbon on my, you know, spark plugs in the cylinders, on the cylinder heads. Um, not good.
0: Right, right. Yeah.
1: So, um I run them rip superchargers. Uh, oil catch can, Mishimoto makes one. Corsa makes another one. J and L makes another one. So these are also really a lot more common on um, turbocharged and supercharged um, mm-hmm. motors. I can see that. Yeah. Because what happens is they put an oil catch can in line with the intake, and it reduces the amount of oil that gets that condensates in the intercooler um, on these. Right supercharged and turbocharged motors.
0: So is this something that is a normal maintenance item that everyone should look at, or is this something you
1: add? It's something that you can add um, additionally on top of this. It's not standard on all vehicles. It is standard on some of the newer vehicles, um, but also they have a kind of self-recycling oil catch can design as well. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, is this on your, you, you have yours on your buggy?
1: I have mine on my daily driver. Oh, you do? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cool. And then also it helps reduce the moisture that gets put through the combustion.
0: Right, because you, you, you've you had to replace your catalytic converters. Yes. And um, there was nothing in, nope. in the interior of nope. those left. Uh, so doing this is going to help prolong the life of that catalytic converter.
1: And just the motor in long, in general. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, is this something you can do fairly easily? It's an hour job, if that. Really? Yeah. So pretty simple. Pretty simple. Straightforward. Yeah. Um. Do you need a a mechanics license, or you, you do know, not. sit out in the driveway and and do this? Um. I'm just. I'm just reading. Yes, uh, I am as well. <laughs> uh. I, you. You read. But Jerry just sent a um, a good friend from Amsoil just sent a um, a, a book, and it's awesome that he included that. And so I'm gonna have Bill read that, uh, so that both of us aren't sitting here, um, reading
1: on air, which is not good. for So Jerry basically just was uh giving an additional um, reason why these oil catch cans are super important for a vehicle. So basically. The, what he goes into in describing is that the traditional style of motors that we have in the Pentastar V6 right. is a port injection. So what that means is it's basically injecting the fuel directly on top of the valve. So a direct injection actually requires a high-pressure injection nozzle um, injecting the fuel directly into the cylinder next to, say, that spark plug. Right, right. We have a port injection, so it's injecting it through a port on the valve side. Um, If we allow this oil and other residue and and carbons and contaminants to get into that um, injection or that that valve seal and everything, it basically he's saying it can gum up the valve seal. It causes other problems. It causes more blowback. It causes more blow by. Right, right.
0: Well, that makes sense. All right. Well, I I had no idea, and you know it's mm-hmm. it's good to I I always learn. I I get to learn on on air with everybody
1: else. Yeah, it,
0: it, do like like for the three six? Is this something you can just order pretty yep. easily? Pretty
1: yep online Quad Tech, yeah. Um, other third party real th- retailers. All right. go. direct Mishimoto dot com.
0: Yeah. All right. Why well, am I might look into that?
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, I've got other things I need to do,
1: um, but <laughs> don't be mean, Eric. Don't be mean. <laughs>
0: uh. It, so that that's that's awesome, and I I appreciate you putting the effort into that. And I, I think the cold air intake is something that a lot of people hear about and want to look into as They're well. They're really
1: cool. They they are awesome, but they can cause you a lot of problems if you're out on the trails with them, this, that and the other thing.
0: Yeah, a lot of people like to rip through the mud and water and everything, yes, so they do. That might not be a good thing, so mm-hmm. consider that. Woo! Alright, well, that's awesome. I love it. Thanks for that info, and you know, we have great info coming at you every Sunday and every week on our podcast, so people can find us. I normally throw this over to you, but since you did all the work, I'm going to try to try to do this the best I can. Hey, real quick, though, yeah. if
1: you have any topics, ideas, or anything else that you want to hear about, oh, yeah. you want me to do some research about, bring my um, non-engineering expertise of any sort, I'm not a professional whatsoever. So, but if you want me to ramble about it for 45 minutes <laughs> or something of the sort, send it over to info at JeepLifePodcast.com.
0: Well, you can find us and that link on Linktree, um, and that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash JeepLifePodcast. Uh, you can also give us a call, leave a voicemail. We encourage this because we might actually play it on air, 484-891-1172. Questions and stuff, again, info at Jeep Life doc, um, Jeep Life podcast.com Go to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It, we have a ton of stuff there in addition to our episodes, it, all of our antics out on the trail um bill gets to go out and wheel with some fantastic people so you want to check that out as well uh make sure you like and subscribe to that and tell your friends but also go to your favorite podcasting app right now and leave us a review Yep, we haven't had a review in a while i would love to be able to read those on air but it helps people find us it and that's we 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 do a lot by word of mouth we don't have the budget to spend a lot on marketing so we do it by word of mouth, and we require you know you guys to help us
1: pass it on to your friends.
0: Yeah, we love it.
1: And also, if you'd like to support the Jeep Life podcast, head over to Patreon, and you can support us in a three, five, or ten dollar per month subscription.
0: Yeah, and we appreciate it. We appreciate everybody that hangs out with us on Sunday nights, doing your comments. We like to respond to those, or at least throw them up on on the on the screen while we're doing that, and we. It it makes it so much better to have that kind of instant feedback, and we appreciate you guys as always. For Break a Bill, I'm Jeep and Terry, and here's a big Jeep Legacy. Everybody.